Good evening. You've got Nikki and Zoe. We are here. We're so excited to be back with you. Um, This month we are talking, we're just going through our planner. Um, We've definitely enjoyed using our planner over the last month, getting used to it and learning how to use it, even though we created it. It's pretty (laughs) funny. Um, And how it's going to work out for us. But we wanted to talk to a little bit tonight. Now, I know that it is February. It's like the month of love, but we aren't talking about like Hallmark card love, okay? (laughs) Like not the cliche stuff. Um, We are truly talking about the love of God tonight, and we'll be doing some other podcasts on this too. Um, But I wanted to start out with a quote that we have um, for the month of February, because I think it's it's really important for us to remember this, and it's um, by R.C. Sproul. I hope I pronounced that name right. It says, in the New Testament, love is more of a verb than a noun. It has more to do with acting than with feeling. The call to love is not so much a call to a certain state of feeling as it is to equality of action. Now, I feel like in today's time that sometimes the word love is tossed around very lightly. Um, Like... We were talking before the podcast, and I've even talked to our youth about this before, is, you know, there's a difference even in the English language, even though we say love, you know, there's a difference between the love I have for a cheeseburger and the love I have for my husband. <laughs> so, even very though, close. No, <laughs> I do love both of them, but you know, I do, I do love my husband differently than a cheeseburger. Yes. So, um... And I think that's something that we have to come to understand with the Bible is there are certain types of love and different types of love that are expressed in the Bible, but the ultimate love of God is called agape love. And I think in the passage that we're going to talk about tonight, that's really what it focuses on is a, is a sacrificial type of love um, that as Christians we're called to have. So um, Zoe, you want to go on and read the, um, the scripture that we have Sure. This comes from Matthew 22, 37 through 39, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So I think the first one, you know, we've all heard, you know, it's the greatest commandment. And I think even in my... um, NIV Bible, like that's the title or like the little mm-hmm. title above the passage yes. is the greatest commandment. <laughs> you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And I even think there's like a little song that like, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Yes. Body. I work with kids. Yeah. So, you know, and I immediately go into like the little motions and everything that go with the song. It's pretty funny. But, you know, so when I think of that, there's a lot of things that come to mind, but I don't know, I don't know how much we truly think of, I'm trying to say this right, and it's just like not coming out of my brain <laughs> through my mouth. It's a Friday. Yeah, it's been a long week, y'all. Um, I think we forget just how much God and His Son, Jesus Himself, sacrificed for us. Mm. I think we can get caught up in everyday life and forget the gift that has been poured out upon us. Absolutely. I think that's easy to do with people. You know, our friends, our family sacrifice for us sometimes 
and we don't either notice it at first or sometimes we forget that they're doing that. Yeah. And I think it's the same with God. Sometimes we have, uh, what book did I read? Um, the Broken Way mm-hmm. by Ann Voskamp, and she, she calls it um, God Amnesia. And sometimes we can forget how good our God is and how much He loves us and the sacrifice that He, he gave for us. Yeah, I mean, if you go back, just like we were talking before the podcast, if you go back to um, the day that Jesus gave himself up for us, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't, and going back to the quote, it ties in with the quote that we have, Jesus didn't feel like dying on a cross. No. He didn't feel like doing that. But what he did was truly sacrifice himself because of the love for us. He bore our sins on the cross out of love, out of not, oh, I don't feel like it today, or, oh, yeah, I feel like doing this today. No, mm-hmm. it was, I love these people so much that I'm willing to sacrifice myself in their place. Yes. I will bear the weight of their sins and their transgressions so that they may live. Mm-hmm. That's not an I love a cheeseburger love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely not. I'll sacrifice about eight dollars for a cheeseburger. That's about it. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a there's a limit there. So I think that's something in this day and time where I think there's a lot of influence around us, whether it be through um, the media, through social media, through wherever. Just do what you want, do what feels good. Live out your truth. Yeah, love. Everybody, which you should love everybody. That's what the scripture says. You know, you love everybody. But, you know. If you disagree with them, you don't love them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That all of a sudden, if it doesn't feel good, then you can say, oh, well, I don't love them anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the scripture calls us to do as Christians. Mm -hmm. The scripture calls us to not only love God um, with all of our hearts, our souls, our minds, but to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, I don't know when the last time you actually truly sat down and thought, did I love that other person like I love me? Mm. Sometimes I feel like, is that person really my neighbor, though? Like, I don't live beside anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think neighbor in this case means anyone. Yes, you should always... Absolutely. And I heard another um, another pastor one time, he said, you should always look at people as brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. Because ultimately, they were created just like you were. Whenever I'm feeling a little jaded or I'm, having, I'm getting kind of grumpy or something, I'll think, why did God die on the cross for this person? What makes this person special? Because he did, he died on the cross for all of us. So I tried, whenever I'm having a bad day, I try to remember, you know, why is this person so important? Because we're all important in God's plan. Mm-hmm. And um, so I try to sort of resituate my focus in that way. Yeah, and I think it's important to think about that because, you know, that's why we're each uniquely created. Yes. It's because we each have a purpose. Like, the things I'm good at are not going to be the same things you're good at, you yes. know? And it's and it's the same for every other person. If we were all these cookie-cutter people, well, first off, it, that would be a boring world. But could we really be the, functionally the hands and feet of Christ? Could we really be the body of Christ reaching out? Because 
we all are so different, you know, as Christians. And I think it's important that in loving other people that you be uniquely you in Christ because you are blessed with unique gifts that can help build the kingdom, Mm -hmm. that can help build others up, that can help in that showing love to other people. Um, You've been given those unique gifts, and I think you should use them. Absolutely. We're all on assignment, and I think that it forces us to be in fellowship with one another because Mm -hmm. I cannot do everything. There are some things that I'm just bad at, but, you know, I have to go to someone else and be like, look, I'm struggling with this. Will you please help me? And um, I think that keeps us from isolating ourselves because that's what the enemy wants is isolation. Absolutely. He does. He wants to separate us from, I would say, even from love, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I know a lot of people that feel empty, that feel like they don't have anyone, that feel like they don't have people that truly love them, Mm -hmm. which is so, I I can't imagine, because I feel like for me personally, when I sat down and think of it, I have so many people surrounding me that love me. Very blessed. You know? Mm -hmm. And so the thoughts that there's somebody out there, I I guess it kind of puts that whole love your neighbor as yourself into more of a context because I want to reach out to them. You never know what your neighbor is going through. No. And sometimes even, and I don't think, you know, I guess sometimes people get confused as to, okay, so what do I have to do? Like, is there an A, B, C, D kind of laundry list of things that I have to do to show love to other people? (laughs) And I don't think there is. I think you can show love and kindness Mm -hmm. just with a smile, just with a kind word, just with... Holding the door open for somebody. Exactly. Acknowledging that that person is there. Yeah. (laughs) Because there are so many people that, like you said, live in isolation, Mm -hmm. that live, you know, mostly alone without interaction. And you never know when just that act of holding a door open Mm -hmm. could really just brighten their day. And that thank you or whatever it is. I mean, anybody you come in contact with is a potential brother and sister in Christ. And you never know what your actions or how your actions can impact them. So I think it's, I think it's one of those things that, um, I, I will say, I think it takes practice. Yes. It, it takes, um, you be becoming aware of the ways in which you can help and mm-hmm. how you're falling short. And I also think that the enemy, cause I know like for me, most people like I'm pretty quiet when you first get to know me. Like, I just don't know what to say. I, I'm very awkward. Like, most people would label me as an extrovert, but I'm actually a secret introvert because I just don't know what to do and I get very nervous around people. So I remember when um, we first started going to Main Street Church, you know, we have Manny, who is like our, our praise leader and everything, and he is just so outgoing. Like, if everybody knows Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be out in the community, and they're like, oh, yeah, Manny came by my house, and he stayed for an hour, and we did da 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 and he was so good at just reaching out to people. When new folks came into the church, and he did this for, for me and for my family, when we came to the church, he was the first person who came up and, like, welcomed us. And when I first started singing in the praise band, you know, I would kind of like tiptoe up to the stage and just 
sing up there and then was just really quiet because I felt awkward. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. And I think there was also a certain level of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, what will people think? You know, what? well, what if they don't like me? And I think that's a tactic by the enemy because here I was in church. Mm-hmm. I mean, surrounded by people that were just excited to be there on Sunday mornings, just singing and worshiping and everything. And I was still scared. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the one place that I, I should have been most comfortable, I was very nervous. And I think that was the enemy just trying to, to pull me back to say, yeah, Nikki, you probably don't want to do that. Yes, God does not want us to fear people. And through all that, I feel like I missed out early on on opportunities that I could have shown love to, to different people, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's, I've come a long way and now I'll say hi to anybody. <laughs> it's taken about five-ish years to get there, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things where you have to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think um, even just the, uh, the smallest gestures can be an act of love mm-hmm. to your neighbor. It's easy to love the people that are lovable, you know, yeah. the people that love you. But I think sometimes when maybe you don't know someone, or maybe it's even been somebody that you come in contact with again that maybe has hurt you. Mm-hmm. I've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're at a crossroads. It's like, do I speak to them? Do I be nice? Or do I hold this grudge? You know, I remember what they did to me. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think one of the most freeing things was when uh, I ran into a high school classmate that I literally had not t- spoken to since high school mm-hmm. because, you know, of a little, there was some tension. Uh, that's a story for another day, another time. <laughs> um, and I, I was right at that crossroads. Okay, Nikki, you know that you need to, to speak. She's right there. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, but she did this. But I actually did speak to her. Mm-hmm. And it was tense in the beginning, but it broke a barrier. Mm-hmm. And there was something freeing and also a good lesson learned mm-hmm. um, in that moment. So I'm thankful for that. That, you know, sometimes our our best lessons learned are through tough situations. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all been in a tough situation. We've had to... I know I've had to rely on God more in those mm-hmm. tough situations, and that's always great. It always um, builds trust and uh, develops us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think another, it just popped into my mind, another um, thing that I think we take for granted is how much the self-sacrificing love for Christ and for God, for our God, how much that has impacted us through other people. I mean, if you think about it, we wouldn't even have the Bible, the written Bible that we have here, if it weren't for other people's love for God. Absolutely. I personally have thought about in that quite some time. We talked about it uh, in real talk at um, my Bible study. Monday nights at 7, for anybody who want to join us. But... <laughs> <laughs> but um, we talked about that, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, one of the guys in there, Joel, he told us that people would actually go in, monks would go in and be rewriting the Bible and make sure, like they would check every period, every comma, everything, and make sure it was all accurate. And that's what they would do all day long, forever. 
Like that was their life. They would just go in, they would make sure that every period was accurate, every comma was accurate, every word was accurate, and that's what they would do all the time. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Because that was how important the Word of God was to them. Mm -hmm. They knew that we needed it here in Tazewell today. I needed it. You needed it. We all do. Um, but that was so important. They gave their life to replicating the Bible and making sure everything was transcribed perfectly. And I think it's amazing just that I think it shows the willingness of the Great Commission when Jesus commissions the disciples to go out and to make disciples from to the ends of the earth. I mean, there was nobody exempt. So that means even to Tazewell here in 2019 <laughs> um, to make disciples. And they did it. Mm -hmm. Their willingness. And I think that um, is a prime example of the first part of the scripture where he says to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. Now, were they perfect? No. But they did it because they knew, like you said, that we needed it. Mm -hmm. that people needed to hear the gospel, that pe people needed to know Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, well, I, I can't see that they would know what an impact they had. Yeah. You know, that their names would even end up later on the paper. Mm -hmm. When they were going through the hard times, I bet it just felt hard and they didn't see exactly how God was going to use them mm -mm. and I think I can definitely relate to that when I'm going through hard times I think this is hard I don't want to do this anymore and I don't see how God is going to use that and I might not ever see it mm -hmm. but I think that God doesn't waste sacrifice and God doesn't waste pain and I think that every ounce of pain that we go through here on earth will be used Absolutely. I agree with that. And I think that's one way that he shows he shows his love as a loving father, mm -hmm. you know, because as a child, you know, your your parents, both the mother and father, but they, they teach you different lessons. And sometimes they let you fall, mm -hmm. you know, to teach you that lesson. And I think that, um, and it's in love mm -hmm. because they want to make sure that you're, that you're going to be okay, that you, you can do it, that they equip you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's what God does for us, is through love, um, He helps shape and mold us and helps us to become, to see our potential like He sees us. Mm. That's a really, I think Anthony talked about that, or maybe it was you, I can't remember who talked about it, but somebody talked about this <laughs> in my life, where um, how... What does Jesus see in you? Like, what is your potential that God sees? He doesn't see the you right now as it is today. He sees all of it. He's mm -hmm. seen your growth, but he also sees the development in the future. And he sees who you're going to be later on in life and who you're going to be in heaven. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing to think about. Like, what does God see in me? What is my potential through mm -hmm. Jesus' eyes? Casting Crowns made a song, and one of it is... Um, and I'll probably butcher this line. It's it's not a direct quote. Um, but it says, um, my future is your past. Like you know mm -hmm. the paths that I, I can and will take. Mm -hmm. You know them. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to worry because you already know. You're already there. And actually, I think that's the name of the song. It's already there. 
Um, so just FYI, if you want to look up Already There by Casting Crowns, it's a great song. You should listen to it. Um, and I'm sure I did butcher that line, but it's, it's so good. And I, I remember driving in my car one day, um, and I was at work going to see a patient and that was the first time I heard that song and it, it was talking about all of that. And I remember like I'm driving and there are tears flowing down my face. They are amazing. Okay, because it was like one of our youth members. We just saw uh, Casting Crowns back in December. I was just sobbing, like sobbing. If you go to one of their concerts, <laughs> don't wear mascara or wear waterproof mask because it was just like everywhere. Yes, it was such a worshipful night. And one of our youth members who was like, I mean, she is amazing. She's an amazing kid. But she was sitting there and she was like, Casting Crowns really made my eyes leak. <laughs> Um, because, I mean, just the worship songs and the lyrics of their songs, I think really just, they hit me just at a whole a whole other level. So um, They're all youth leaders. Which yeah. I didn't know until we sat down and you were like, yeah, they're all youth leaders. So I'm going to ask them. I was like, they're yeah. all youth leaders? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, like Mark Hall, the lead singer of Casting Crowns, it, it only tours on like the weekdays and some an occasional weekend because he's a youth leader he he serves in his local church so you know mark calls my youth leader yeah i mean glad my husband was like why didn't i know this sooner i would have moved i would have lived in georgia so mark hall could have been my youth leader but he was like is 32 old to be in the youth group i was like glad i think you've really outgrown youth at this point but um, but it was funny. But yeah, so but just I, I think it's truly amazing how many different ways the love of God has been poured out upon us, mm-hmm. and how we can answer that same call to make disciples and to love other people and to actually we have the power through the Holy Spirit to bring people to Christ through His love. I mean, we hold an amazing amount of power mm-hmm. because God first loved us. So Thank I, th- you, Lord. I think when we get stuck in a rut, and I know I do a lot, I'm like, I just get so overwhelmed with, I think, life sometimes. Um, I forget about it. But, you know, he he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm truly in awe when I sat down just with quiet time and realized the impact and how he saved me from places that were broken, from situations that were broken, mm-hmm. and from discouragement and from fear and everything, and set me on this path because he loved me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing to me. Absolutely. That it really is. Incredible. So, if you don't know him, you should. <laughs> and if you have any questions, let us know. <laughs> But uh, I hope that that through this time that and you are going to be bombarded with red heart boxes of chocolates uh, this month because, well, Valentine's Day is coming up, people. <laughs> so, but I hope that um, that you really, truly start thinking about the love of God. Mm-hmm. And anytime you're feeling discouraged or you're wondering where God is, is he here? I pray that you take some some quiet time just to think about where you've been and how God's love has shown up in your life.
because I can guarantee it's there. Absolutely. Sometimes we just we have to think about it a little bit more. We have to be a little more aware of it, mm-hmm. um, especially in those difficult times. And sometimes, I know for me, when I was going through a difficult period, it, ask somebody you trust to show you where God is in your life. Because sometimes I don't see it, but other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you never know who's looking at you, who's looking up to you, and who's looking out for you. Um, and if you don't have somebody who you trust, please come to Main Street. And <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us. Nikki is very outgoing. <laughs> I may be becoming an extrovert. I'm just not sure yet. I'm still on the fence. Um, but no, and, and I think, you know, I think that's why why God calls us to love our neighbors. Yeah. It's because, like you said, there's so many people that live in isolation. You're not meant to be in isolation. No. You're not meant to be there. And I think that's why it's so important as Christians to reach out to other people. Like we said, just a simple gesture. To not only recognize the love that has been poured out upon you, but also recognize that you can share that love. Mm-hmm to people who may not have ever experienced it before. You can be a light. In, in, in the darkest places, you can be a light in your home, in your, in your school, in your community, at work, wherever you are. Just these, these simple verses, these simple commands. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Everything else will fall in place. It really will. That's, that's the basics. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, uh, what does Anthony say? It's easy, or it's simple, but it's not easy. There we go. It's simple, but it's not easy. So, um, well, I think that's, I think that's all I got. <laughs> you want to pray us out? <laughs> yeah, we'll pray with you all. And again, if you have any questions, if you're ever, um, if you're ever curious about what we do or anything like that, please reach out to us. We are on Facebook and Instagram. and we have a we website. Have, yep. You can contact us. Streamsofeaton.com. We have email there. We would love to hear from you. And we hope that um, that this benefits you. There, There's nothing more that we want than to share the love of Christ um, with as many people as we can. Because, um, well, I'll take this from... I'm sure I heard it from somebody at church. We're blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. We can share we can share the love of Christ with other people because we are first loved yes. by our, our Lord and Savior. So I have experienced his love and I can't imagine not experiencing his love. Yeah. And if it wasn't for certain people in my life, I wouldn't have had it. So I hope that everyone experiences it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we will uh, pray and we will talk to you all later. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for this time. And Father, above all else, we are thankful for the love that you have poured out upon us. Father, you love us unconditionally, sacrificially, boundless, Father, and flawlessly. Father, you love us probably more than we, we will never be able to fathom the love that you have for us. And Father, I'm thankful for that. That Father, you have sacrificed yourself just so that I can be here, that I have this opportunity, and that, that I can be sharing this with friends and uh, family. Father, you have provided so much. So, Father, I pray that this be an encouragement to all those who are listening, that, Father, we can all not only feel your love, but also share your love with other people. 
It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.